Hey everybody, hey, it's Danny. Hey guys, it's Drea, and we're back with another episode of Spin the Bottle. Join us this week as we talk to you about how to harness your magic. Ooh, I'm feeling all glittery over here. Shine right back again. All right, all right, all right. We last left you guys at our summer recap, and we hope you're ready because now is officially that time. What time? The most wonderful time, Drea. Our time. Are you catching what I'm, what I'm throwing mm. your way? Mm. <laughs> I need you to. Okay. Oh, what are you talking about? We are heading into the fall, which officially means it is okay. our time to shine. Hot girl fall. You know oh, all the things. Oh, right, it's right, us. right. It's our num- it's our moment. Of course. Yes. <laughs> Hot girl fall. <laughs> it's true. Like we really do come alive this time of year. Like flannels, apple cider, cool evenings. It's all just really good for the soul, you know? It's so good. Also, bonus point, y'all. Glade is now debuting their seasonal limited edition, you know, scents. So I happened to go online and see what they are for this year. And one is Toasty's Pumpkin Spice. So I love that you know that is a thing. The zest of chemical inhalation. <laughs> so exciting. Well, <laughs> when you walk into my home, I want it to smell appealing. I, I'm going to be honest. I don't love pumpkin the way everybody else I was going to say, is now the time that we admit that we don't actually understand why everyone is obsessed with pumpkin spice? I think our hot girl fall card may be revoked for that. I do believe pumpkin spice pumpkin is spice. the MVP of fall. Oh my God. But we'll check. Yeah, because I'm going to, points are definitely going to be docked. <laughs> Today's word of the day is proponent. It's a noun that means one who argues in favor of something. In other words, I'm working on becoming a proponent of Drea. Me. Yes, you are. Yeah. I'm a proponent of Take you. Take that and also running. <laughs> trying really hard to do that. I'm not really trying hard to do that. I'm taking a step back. Ever? But Drea, trying to become a proponent of Drea. Proponent of yourself. Right. All right, guys. It's about that time. Let's spin the bottle. So the spins for this week are... Lyrically, though, the songs that make us feel empowered and ready to take on the enigma that is adulting. Mm. Riddle me this. Reflecting on the people, places, or things that, quite frankly, don't make any sense at all. Lessons learned. Dang. Nope. Never again. (laughs) For your consideration, the podcast, books, movies, and music we love. And since we love y'all, we gotta share. (laughs) Mars versus Venus, because sometimes it feels like we really are on different planets still. I know we're all mature and consciously uncoupling and consciously coupling coupling and all that jazz but i don't know what that man is thinking and for nostalgia's sake a quick moment to reminisce on the things that tickled our fancy back in the day he is tickling our fancy (laughs) let's spin that bottle for your consideration consideration. Mm, drea mm. what are you currently feeling that you want to share with the peoples this is kind of fun because you get to talk about what's going on in your life and what you like and what you love. 
I really am into a podcast called My Taught You, hosted by Malik Teal. And since for today we're talking about finding your magic, I feel like Malik is really going to help level people up in all areas, especially like owning your personal power. Um, she is the founder of Curlbox, which is a monthly subscription service, and it sends you all sorts of products for your beautiful natural hair. And she, I think she started maybe in publicity somewhere, but she's always been sort of a hustler and her podcast really focuses on personal development and growth. And so my leak is like, she's an avid reader. I think listening to her kind of was what she was one of the first podcasts that I listened to. And it sort of was a reflection of me. I was like, she reads like I read, she reads Mm -hmm. the type of books that I read. Um, and we have some of the same tendencies I would say. Uh, but I just loved her summer refresh recently where she did a refreshing your hustle, which is kind of like refreshing your career. I love it. It was really great. Um, refreshing your finances, refreshing your relationships. Um, she's just had a baby about a year ago, about maybe nine or maybe like nine months ago. And so she was just talking about like taking the time in the summer to really get back on your grind. And she's just been really, really great really great mentor from afar so i think that if you can listen to the my taught you podcast you totally should i think you will find that your magic is more easily found (laughs) you can become a better proponent of yourself i think she really really supports self-awareness and mental health and um really just like hard work and excellence so i'm super in support of that yeah it all comes back to that for us um i definitely will be checking her out because i need a refresh in a couple, couple, two, three places. But again, here we are. It's fall. Anything is possible. <laughs> Anything is possible <laughs> in the fall. Um, mine will be short and sweet. I don't know that this is a new artist, but this is an artist that I have been feeling. And I have also managed to curate the most magical Pandora station on Ooh. account of him. And he goes by the name of One Lucky Day. I, he just makes me happy. His music makes me happy. It's so groovy. Um, I would sing one of the songs, but I won't do him or the song that disservice. Suffice to say, I think you guys should check it out. If I feel you just, like you have a voice. This one is kind of funky, though. There's some some bass. There's some real, like, uh, mm-hmm. things in that I don't... Anyway, that was not helpful. I, should, <laughs> <laughs> I say it... To, <laughs> that's why you should listen to Lucky Day. Mm-hmm. But check him out. If you're just, you know, looking for a new artist, someone to, you know, kind of listen to, he, it's, he definitely puts you in a vibe. You know, every time I put his music on, people are like, who is that? And like, what what station are you listening to? So, Lucky Day, y'all. You're welcome. Lucky, lucky day. All right, peeps, let's dive into our bottle talk. As we head into the home stretch of 2019, we should do a quick check-in about how everybody feels about 2019. You feeling good? Mm. 2019 has been popping. Okay, good, good, good. How do you feel about 2019? Let us know in the comment section, wherever that might be. (laughs) (laughs) Feeling pretty good. We've been thinking a lot about personal power, a.k.a. your magic, and that's right, what it is, why it's important, and what we need to do to possess it. So, Danny, why don't you kick us off? Tell us what you think about finding your magic. What does it all mean? 
Well, I think, okay, so you and I have been having lots of discussions around this. And if you listen to our show or have uh, for any stint of time, I think, you know, we are a very big proponent. Boom. Word of the day. I could be a proponent. Brought it back around. Of magic. Uh, We're very big proponents of self-awareness, of excellence, you know, pushing yourself, balance. Okay. Okay. But... We really have been talking more lately about just being present, right? Being here Mm. for your life. And so to me, finding your magic is not in any way tied to perfection as a former struggling perfectionist. um, I think when we think about magic and things in our lives, we have idealized versions of, of all the things that we think we should be accomplishing and doing. But I think finding your magic is really rooted in true um, understanding and grace for yourself, Mm. embracing the good things and like really embracing the good things and being vocal about those. And also understanding you're not going to be hot at everything. And that's okay too. (laughs) So to me, it's just really knowing yourself, your strengths, your weaknesses, and just showing up in the present as you are understanding that you are worthy like now, not right. I need to do stuff now, you know, in the future, I'm not going to wait or put a pause on my life till I get to a certain place. Like right. I'm going to be here totally in, 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 in these Danny shoes. Be present. That's magic be where to you me. are. Right. That's it. I think that's really powerful. And I think that we can probably talk about what it means to find your magic for a long time, but why don't we get into like how we can find our magic? Like how can we take steps so that we can actually feel more comfortable in our skin feel like we've hit that sweet spot not to say that it's going to happen all the time but I think there are times in our lives when you just like hit a glide or you hit a stride and you're just like yeah okay no I did that I'm good at that like I know myself I'm cool with it like you just kind of you have this really great equilibrium and I feel like let's talk about how we can get there heck yeah um, we talked about acknowledging and declaring your ambition. Do you want to dig into what that means? I do. As, what does it mean to acknowledge and declare your ambition? So to me, that means being just as vocal, if not more vocal mm-hmm. about the things that I'm really awesome at, um, as the things that I'm not good at. So I tend to be highly critical of myself. Mm-hmm. Um, it has been a struggle in my life, and and I did allude to perfectionism before, but it has been a struggle for me to really say I'm good at anything because right. I always see where there's room for improvement. But mm-hmm. that doesn't mean you're not excellent at something. There will always, you know, we're always learning, right? Yeah. So for me, um, in a very practical way, that has looked at um, like me showing up at work very differently. Uh-huh. Um, being very clear and direct with my bosses, like stepping out and like asking for stretch projects, like saying, listen, I want this promotion. What do I need to do to get to this promotion? I think that I have the skills and really like learning um, to turn the focus from like looking for people to validate my strengths and instead me being my biggest cheerleader right or me saying like i'm good at this man that's put me on and that's hard to do that's really hard to do because i think that we often point out the flaws that's right we often get stuck on the thing that's wrong which is kind of how our brains are wired and so we really have to work harder at training ourselves to see what's good and i know i have a really hard time just focusing in on strengths for a long period of time it's hard to sustain it and i think that we could 
sort of make a practice of acknowledging like here are my strengths this is what I'm good at so I love the strengths finder because it yes. the way it reads is very affirming and if you do some of the action steps that they suggest after you take the test I think it actually does help to remember oh I'm a really I really am a person that has a lot of woo oh I'm a great communicator oh actually empathy is a strength and not a weakness I think it kind of flips a perspective so you're saying that we need to acknowledge our strengths and just start declaring literally with this is what i want and i'm capable of getting it declare trusting that you can that's right and trusting like i very practical example i am asking to be a vice president and i'm asking for that role and that is a big role but i've had to like go to my bosses and say like this is what i want this is what i'm working for how do you feel after doing that it's scary every time yeah um for several reasons one one you're advocating for yourself but there's also that part of the unknown so it's also trusting that you're going to have the wherewithal Mm -hmm. should that happen you know what I mean to To, actually meet the demand of that right and so it really is um that's been really an interesting also I've started negotiating my salary I've started being much more assertive and vocal and I have found that it has been very helpful and so because you have been more assertive more vocal and been an advocate for you, do you feel like it's had an effect on other areas in your life? Absolutely. Because because I think you have ideas about how that's going to go. And in my mind, when I see myself saying that, I hear somebody saying back, you could, okay, let's work on that, but you could stand to work on this, you could stand to work on this. Yeah, and And you're you're like, oh yeah, you're right. Of course, of course, of course. Instead of what I heard from one of my managers, which is, okay, I had no idea you wanted to go in that direction, let's do it. And literally within a month, I had a huge project, huge stretch assignment just because I asked. Yeah. Because I asked and because most people don't. Yeah. Wow. So that's really great. Um, Okay. Declaring your ambition. So that leads us into replacing negative self-talk with positive affirmations. Another way for you to get to your personal magic. I feel like this is so important, especially to do the, the very thing that you did, like to become more assertive and to have the strength to declare your ambition and say, hey, this is what I want and this is why I can do it. I think that might sometimes take more positive affirmation. Like you can change, yeah. you you live out what you believe and so you can change the way you think and therefore the way you live if you work really hard at it. I know that when I've been really dedicated to my positive affirmations, like I've walked around my house differently. That's right. I've I've operated at work differently. And it is definitely a habit. Like it's a habit that you have to practice and one, not only practice, but get over the silliness of saying, the the silliness or like the goofiness that you might feel by saying some things like I am capable or I can figure this out. like, don't shame yourself because you're trying to uplift yourself. That's why. I used to, That's right. You know what I mean? You're, like, you're just you're trying to be encouraging and you would encourage someone else. So I don't you spend the time encouraging yourself, you know, and I don't it's know so weird that we get upset by that, how your inner voice works. But mine is a very real bully for sure. It's a very real bully. So it generally is somewhere along the vein of who do you think you are on? If I had to boil so it down to favorite <laughs> song is who do you think um, you are? So when you hear those negative thoughts, it really, like you said, that is a discipline and a practice, but it really, words mean things and it makes a difference. It It makes a difference. It totally does. And I can't say that I'm always perfect at it, but it is something that I've 
leaned on heavily in the past and I would like to continue to do that. Um, cause I've had some really, I've had some rough days even in the past couple of weeks. We have to give ourselves a little bit of grace to know that, you know, you're going to have a couple, you might have a couple of bad days, but just like, fo- again, focus on the good stuff. That's right. Okay. How else can we establish and own? So this is one that I am still continuing to work on. Um, it's it's very difficult for me, but um, I think one of the things that really helps with understanding your your magic is asking for help when you need it, mm. and that's hard. That's hard. Uh, very hard for me for a lot of reasons. Again, we're going back to perfectionism, but I feel like if I have to ask for help, that means I've done something wrong because I should mm. never need help. If that makes sense, even though I yeah. do not feel that way when I'm helping other people, mm-hmm. right? That's not how it goes, right? So we all operate in community and we all do life and hopefully we have people that we can like take this journey with, but it is imperative to have people that you can reach out to and say, listen, I need, I need some help. I need some help. And, and for me, understanding that me asking for help is not in any way indicative of my performance in life or Mm -hmm. I don't know. I get that confused sometimes. And I think a lot of it is pride based as well. That makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense because you can't know everything. No. And I think that sometimes we feel we're we're responsible to know it all and to fix all the problems. I don't know where that false sense of responsibility comes from, but it might be that we don't want people to see flaws in us. Yeah, I don't. So that idea of perfectionism or wanting to appear like you know and, and are capable might be etched away at by just simply having to ask for help. It's really just about a perception, almost a perception that you have of yourself. So I totally see like, yeah, you look at your friends and they have amazing gifts and talents. Um, Ask them for help. That's right. Or even at work, like you're hired for a specific job and you have natural gifts and abilities and things that you've learned as well. But there are other people there who were hired just because they were also very talented too. I don't know. I don't know why we don't like to work on a team. And it's so interesting because going back to strength finders, one of the things that they teach you, and this is so good for life, period, is that you, we think that we have to be well-rounded isn't like you said. We have to, like teams should be well-rounded. You mm-hmm. should be sharp. And so meaning that analogy means like oh, nice. you operate in your strengths, right? Mm-hmm. If you know your strengths, like you work those strengths. A lot of times we spend a lot of, we spend a lot of energy trying to get decent at something that we're not good at and that's a waste of time because there are people who are excellent at that right Mm -hmm. so for example the time it would take me to learn how to do something coding or technology related um even to get to a point where i'm mediocre at best is a waste of time and energy yeah Right. Rather than like, oh, I delegate and I'm good with strategic stuff and I'm good with input and individualization. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to focus on that. Let's find the team member who can bring that technology in here. Right. And now we got something well-rounded. And now our team is more powerful. Exactly. When everybody's doing what they're strong Mm -hmm. at (laughs) rather than trying (laughs) to be decent at things they're weak at. It's true. It's true. You being I always think about people who want to say, oh, it's a one stop shop. It's a one stop shop. You don't have to do anything. I'm like, well, I'm hoping that you're not the one stop shop because that to me, like no one can be good at all things. No. Do you know what I mean? No. You just can't. No. It gets when everyone's doing it all. I'm like, something is not. Something's falling through the cracks. Something is not being done well. (laughs) So FYI. 
Um, acknowledging your fears. Yeah, I mean, I think we talked a little bit about this, but what's the power in acknowledging your fear? What happens when you say, okay, I'm a little bit afraid to tackle this? I think you bring it to the light, right? I light. think that fears, I find... Um, they're worse when they're suppressed and they're kept silent. Oh, it, they yeah. tend to magnify. The worst. They tend to like magnify and it becomes something different. Generally, whenever I've reached out and said, listen, I'm I'm so scared. Mm -hmm. You know, um, we're doing this podcast and I'm scared. We're doing this live show and I'm scared. I took on this job and I'm scared. I'm in a new relationship and I'm scared. There's always someone who's like, I get it and let's talk about it. Mm -hmm. And you find that moving forward in the face of fear is what makes you magical right yeah instead of like cradling those things and keeping them secret where they can just intensify within yourself it's, i think that word intensify is so perfect for what happens when you're afraid <laughs> and you don't know what to do you're like uh yeah and then being able to admit where you're scared i think when you bring something to light you're able to examine it more deeply and then mm -hmm. obviously you're sharing that with someone it's not that you're just saying i'm scared to yourself it's more right. about it's more about even just admitting to another person again like asking for help where you need it hey i don't know what i'm doing is in fact a cry for help because yes. you want someone to help you figure out like what the heck I'm doing in this in this time and it and that admission because it exposes that vulnerability really makes you so much stronger because one you're taking in someone else's perspective hopefully someone that you trust some you're taking in someone else's perspective to help you get past something and you can examine okay like what am I really afraid of that's now so that true. I've said it out loud what am I really afraid of it's so true and you hit on the perfect word which is vulnerability it's it people respond to vulnerability and people authenticity really always to vulnerability. always no one is Except gonna say sociopaths. you're you're scared of that how stupid you should be scared or whatever but we <laughs> the way we talk actually to like, that's really funny so many actually did tell me that once what you're scared of that so crazy really yeah okay that sorry but they might have been a sociopath now that i think about it damn it how did you i want to hear more about this i'm sorry that's hilarious mm, it was a family member it's yeah fine. i've been treated and listen here's the other thing here's the other thing it's brave just to put it out even if you don't get the response necessarily that you want from a person totally. it is bravery to just get it out there so that you can look at it for yourself mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. oh and then i think even just acknowledging it helps your brain to to really start to move in That's a different right. direction because you've constantly been a, been saying oh, i'm afraid i'm afraid i'm afraid in your mm -hmm. internally mm -hmm. in your belly you've been saying that over and over again so i think that your brain is constantly focused on the fact that you're scared versus giving it an opportunity to pivot that's right if you if you start to say it out loud and you're saying it maybe to someone else and you're doing your positive affirmations i think that your brain definitely shifts into a different gear. So good. It definitely right? has the power to. It certainly has the power. I'm just thinking to. about it. I'm just like, yep. what happens when I say, Danielle, I'm scared, or Jared, I'm scared, or whatever? What happens to my mind, like, my feelings because there is a sense of freedom that happens there is say it out loud because it's like a it's like a kind of like a dirty secret or it's some it, there's like yeah. shame attached to the fear or something and like i have to hide it i have to hide it i have to hide it and you and i have talked about this um particularly because we're introverts and we are um internal processors that can be a very slippery slope sure. when you're just in your mind 
letting it vacillate, I find that it just tends to really get out of control. So by the time you talk to somebody, they're like, oh, wait, honey, let me just get you out of your head a little bit. For you, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's really right, good. I'm going to wrap the last two, um, like how to establish and own your magic. I'm going to wrap these into one because I think they could be very um, specific to people who need this quiet time and self-care sometimes for me quiet time is self-care i was gonna but say i was i was and i can see why we would we would say you know try being quiet to everyone because i do think that there is some there are insights that you have in your quiet in a quiet space that you wouldn't necessarily have when you're in a room full of people or like the tv's blaring or the music's blaring or there's like constant information coming in um but I honestly think that sometimes introverts are more likely to enjoy the quiet time as self-care. I agree with that. You know? And what I have learned recently is not even enjoy quiet time, but require like literal quiet time. time. Mm-hmm. The way our ears <laughs> like sometimes Give your ears like, up a break. If there's too many conversations happening, things are too loud. There's just too much energy. Sometimes you really got to get somewhere yeah. In the silence. But would you would you recommend for an extrovert to have quiet time yeah. too? I think quiet time is good for everybody. I think there, there are seasons for everything. We know this. There's times like reading. For, for talking. Reading there's is fundamental. Times for, <laughs> times for quiet. Okay. I think everybody needs a little time to self-reflect. Just a bit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I just thought it was great to wrap those things into one. Because for me, quiet time is totally about taking care of my mind. 100%. And like cleansing all the clutter. Like, you know, I'm clutter you. from work, clutter from family, clutter from stress, you know, that mental, um, I guess that mental mess can really hinder you moving forward in any area. Oh my gosh. You start like organizing the pins on your desk cause you just want something to be, you know, <laughs> in, in order. <laughs> Never then, mind that you're, you have a project that's due. I was going to say, which tomorrow. then goes into procrastination, which is like, I need to you clean need my to house do? before I start my homework because, because I can't work in a cluttered about, space yeah. thinking about my house. It's true. Also, I should have organized my pens because organization for yeah. And it's, yeah. Oh, we're Listen, so like. Give yourself some quiet time. All right. So, quiet time, self care, you know. Now, what would sense? you say once we start really working in these things and they become a part of our daily life? What would you say about maintaining personal? Like, how do we? OK, oh, so now we know that what it is. is. The, oh, that is. How yeah. do we maintain? That how do we question. keep it going? Help me maintain. Uh, OK, so some things that I think maybe chip away at personal power um, is just like complaining constantly. You know, wasting your energy complaining, um, thinking so about all the things that really don't serve you. I know, Jared, like my husband, if I start to say, you do this too, though. <laughs> you know how sometimes I'll get in these moods. <laughs> and I'm like, and cut it. Don't you be talking to my I'll friend like that. <laughs> saying some mess. And I'm like, well, and I start to get my Eeyore voice. No one ever loved me anyway. <laughs> Yes, I've never looked good in yellow. 
which is a lie. <laughs> I do look pretty good in yellow. Dynamic like yellow blazer you that know, I love. Other colors. I don't know. You know, just like things that aren't going my way or sometimes you wake up in a bad mood and you choose to stay there instead of, you know, I can, There, there's all sorts of things. Or you start thinking about all the things that are wrong. Mm-hmm. You start to see the flaw. Oh my gosh. When I start cleaning randomly around then the house. It's, it's a thing. And finding specks like, you know, behind the couch and on the ceiling <laughs> and i was like everything is dusty what is all of this how this have a- you been living in all this filth <laughs> anyway all i'm saying is definitely takes a blow think about it in terms of you know the work job the money that you're making the friendships that you have or don't have like when i start to focus on those things and i hear it from you and i hear it from jared it's just like you're not helping you're not helping yourself. You're, you're never not being, helping. Yeah, you're never helping and yourself. Yeah. It's so funny because as much as I do that with you, my man is the same way <laughs> where he will just go to a place That's and he will be overwhelmed um, yeah, with yeah. all it's of a, the, the issues of the world. It's like, uh, I've talked to him before and he's like, definitely it's overwhelmed. I'm like, baby, what is, what's, what's wrong? Oh, and don't like, get us started on the world. Don't get us started on the world. It's global warming. It's and really I'm like, hard. okay, we can't take any of that on right in quite in this moment so let's just reel it back a bit and also this goes it all ties together guys because it goes back to being present in the moment like what can we do on (laughs) you're so zen today today. and also hashtag gratitude is the way that we fight that that's true there are always going to be things to complain about and listen i i know that for myself as well but when i take a moment to look at my life in a way that is like, what am I grateful for? It always makes me feel better because there's lots of things. Yeah. Lots of things. Yeah. I have a friend too who I noticed that when she does not like something, she just goes about working to fix it or change it or like alter it or just, you know, make a shift. Mm -hmm. And she doesn't necessarily spend a ton of time saying woe is me yeah woe is me i feel like she's so active and i think that that is a really deliberate choice and she inspires me to just think about okay if you are complaining so much and you've been complaining about this for xyz like this Let's many do years something about like it. do something about it she inspires me in that way yeah. um okay so great so i think that goes hand in hand with accepting responsibility for how you feel and that is just grown stuff right y'all um how you feel is how you feel And Mm. you are responsible for managing your feelings, (laughs) dealing with your feelings, how you react to things. Um, Taking on a victim mindset, it it just doesn't help. It's another one of those things that um, doesn't serve. It doesn't serve your power. It It doesn't serve your magic. It keeps you you bound up. I'm definitely going to take this list and put it somewhere somewhere. where I can see it. And I'm so glad we're talking about this. Um, Boundaries. Boundaries are just important for all people i think you learn this as you grow older mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's just something that happened that you learn out of experience mm-hmm. it's not something that you come out the womb being like oh nope i'm gonna say no to that because <laughs> it's just not something that just i don't know maybe it comes naturally for other people but i just think relationships sort of teach you you know i cannot be the type of friend that you need me to be and being able to clearly say that in a relationship, at a job, Anywhere. I have a um, and a coworker at work. 
I can't believe the stuff that she says no to and nobody bothers her about it. I was like, is that not the job that you were hired to do? <laughs> it's still confusing. It clearly I am bamboozled in how she's like, no. She said, I put my foot down. I was like, man, I want to I wanna put my foot down too. <laughs> Listen. I, I don't know. Boundaries are so empowering, okay? I have this on my desk. It is five words because uh-huh. I have struggled with boundaries all my life. Uh-huh. I'm going to close it with this. No is a complete sentence. That's it. That is so no good. means no. Mm, it's really tough to say no. It's a complete sentence. Respect it. Res- put some respect. <laughs> Love you. And then no. Okay. Yeah, okay. So keeping your magic, set up your boundaries, and don't let anyone cross them. And don't you break them down either. Yeah. I think that can happen too. Hundred, absolutely. That's what I mean, that's what you're saying. No yeah. is a complete sentence. You can also mess up your boundary mindset. Um... Oh, forgiveness. That will dull your magic. If you are angry. You mean um, holding Holding grudges. unforgiveness will mm-hmm. dull it. it. I mean, it'll, it's, we, there are so many cliches, so many quotes. We all know the importance of forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the important takeaway with this is like understanding forgiveness is really never for the other person. It is for you. <laughs> like it, right. it helps, you know, and it's good to give people grace. But really, when you walk around with, just vitriol and anger and all those feelings that we have you know it takes energy to keep it takes that a lot of going. energy it, it takes, takes a lot energy of energy to keep that going and i will say that like forgiveness is something it's a practice mm-hmm. and it takes time for a lot of things it's not like someone who does something really horrible to you and then suddenly suddenly you're like the only example I could think of was hugging them in the courtroom. That's like the only thing I could think of. But oh yeah, um, yeah. But I'm just saying, like, I don't know the the personal work that that he had to do to be able to do that. What yeah. I'm saying, it, it might have taken him a while to get there. We don't know. However, you. I'm not laughing. <laughs> I'm just thinking. I'm sorry. We're we're watching that on the news, and Carl was like, "No one. I couldn't have done that. Nope." That wouldn't, I wouldn't have done that. I no, couldn't have. It was I hard for everybody. I, I think know. it was hard for us as participants watching what happened and hoping and wanting justice to be served. And then, which I don't know, it says a lot. Of, it just it I think says that something it, about it says what something we wanted about to see. Where everyone else is, too. Yeah. You know? And yeah. they're experiencing it in a different, a totally different way, completely different level. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, we digress. When you hold on to forgiveness, it definitely dims your light a little bit and takes so much of your energy that you could be using for I don't other know, things. Anywhere, anywhere anywhere else I feel like there's so much freedom when there is forgiveness um that you only know by you only know it by forgiving and you you, you exactly. you'll never get it from somebody telling you and you know what's so funny about that I think about unforgiveness a lot of times um almost like kind of soil or something like sometimes you have to turn you know you gotta churn it and till it and it's a process but if you leave soil. it it gets hard it'll get hard on you so it's like the longer you yes, do it the okay. harder to break through to just some basic that's true is, the longer you wait the longer you it's because you've to now feed. told yourself mm-hmm. that story you yep. are set on it you're also convinced you're right you've had all the monologue conversations in your head if you're anything like me about what oh, you would say sure. why it was wrong just why you keeping are keeping that fire burning keeping it going yeah and it's harder to break through so if you okay. can do it not not quick as in have complete healing, but if you can address it Start to quickly. Address it. Yes. Yes. Um, okay. Oh, all right. This final one. Make your self-worth independent of others. 
experiences. That's that's the work, baby. That's the work. What does that mean? So the way I feel about myself, the value that I ascribe to the woman that I am, the person that I am, what it is to be Danielle Nicole Johnson is not swayed by what other people think or say about me. Um, much easier said than done. Yeah. Much easier. But it sounded really powerful. It sounded powerful, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we could just get a handle on it. I'm, I'm working on that one. I, would, I welcome any suggestions. Um, I, I think when you... I care. I do care what people think. Yeah. And um, it's one thing to care what people think and to take advice and chew meat and spit out bones. It's a whole other thing to live your life according to what other people think you should do. And I think that's a slippery slope. When you are always seeking um, validation from outside of yourself, then you live and die by that, right? So when it's great, it's like when everybody loves you, then everybody loves you. But I think we've seen a million stories of like... You know, when it falls off or nobody's necessarily checking for you anymore or uh, public opinion maybe changes about who you are. So does this mean I'm nothing now? <laughs> now that the tide has changed, it's like you live and die then yeah. by what other people think of yeah. who you are. That's good, D. That's so, really good. Yeah. All right. So that's, I feel like that's good stuff. I feel like we definitely need to write these down. Yeah. Make them into a calendar. <laughs> I'll use Remind some of my ourselves. jazzy colored pens. Yes, use some of your jazzy colors over there. Uh, quick recap. So establishing and owning your magic means that you can acknowledge and declare your ambition, replace negative self-talk with just positive affirmations, mm-hmm. asking for help when you need it, acknowledging your fears, uh, and practicing self-care. Yeah. Schedule in a little quiet time. We're just saying, try it out. Definitely give it, clear give it a shot. You won't be sorry. Right. And, and then when you talk about maintaining it, um, don't waste your time complaining. Uh, that's it. Don't waste your time. <laughs> don't waste your time. <laughs> Accept responsibility for how you feel. Establish boundaries. Uh, work hard on forgiveness. Avoid language that makes you sound like you're a victim or things are happening to you all the time. And make your self-worth independent of other people's experiences. That's good. If we could do this, listen. Magic. Magic. <laughs> I feel like there's so many songs that would go there well. Very well. Okay, Drea, are you ready to give the people a little ditty? I'm ready. Okay, let's do this. I'm ready. Recent revelation. Okay, Dre, what are you recently revelating about? Have we established that revelating is our work? We have not. Okay. <laughs> it felt good right here on the mic. Can I say one that's really funny? Because hmm. Instagram. So I think this is an audience that watches Power. I know you watched Power too. Mm-hmm. There is a... They're in the opening, which I always listen to because it's a great song. Yeah. Barring those episodes where Trey Songs was singing yeah. uh, the remix. So there's this montage of, you know, it's the opening. There's like uh, the city, the cars. There is a face. There is Ghost's face. Remember that part where he appears? It's kind of like a black and white face. Yes. I did not know that there is in the inverse, in the red part, that's Tommy's face. 
You have to look at it. What? You have to you have to look at it. Is it one of those optical it. illusions yes! like ghost it's one totally, way, Tommy the other? Totally <gasps> an optical illusion. That is You guys have to go see it to believe it. Because okay. I was like, yo, I'm still tripping off of this. And it makes so much sense. I mean, obviously the show is about the two of them, the power struggle. I was hot. This okay, I'm time. definitely tuning in to watch that. Let's I had see. no idea. That Let's is brand it. new information, that girlfriend. Is brand new information. I don't know why I was so intrigued by that today. That also, I think I'm tardy to this party, but there are also bullets in there. And I didn't realize those were bullets. They're very long bullets in the opening. Hmm. I don't know what I thought they were because, you know, there's like champagne. There's like all kinds of things, <laughs> right, <laughs> that are happening. And I was like, wait, are those bullets? Are those bullets? That is a Yes. Okay, so we're going to run it back. Run it back. So it's ghost face and Tommy's it's face. To ghost oh, that's face. Cool. It's also Tommy's face. I had no idea. They are mirrors of each other okay oh my god okay so great. um also, i'm super behind on that show don't ruin it for me i'm gonna run it back and i will let you know if i can see it hopefully i don't have to cross my eyes i don't know if you're one of those people that has to like has a hard time just, we, okay maybe we should watch the intro but you can also just go on instagram okay uh my recent revelation and this you know this is just for me and my 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 head um Black Panther edge control girl. So I'm sorry, what? Yeah, Black just, Panther. It's called Black Panther edge control. It's not diamond. <laughs> it is purple. <laughs> it smells of juices and berries. Okay, but it is amazing. Where the Black Panthers live for <laughs> juices and berries. What? I it's amazing. So I was in a wedding. Congratulations, my love. By the way, you know who you are. I was in a wedding recently. Had a very jazzy ponytail. Okay, and needed to lay my edges down because they don't like to stay. They kind of pop up, a la alfalfa. And so I had to get some edge control. Black Panther edge control. What? Okay, kept it. It's still in. I need to wash my hair. Still, still laying these baby hairs down it has just really worked wonders got it at, <laughs> at wow beauty supply i'm sure you can find it wow. <laughs> wow um but yes girl it was a revelation okay Same. my baby hair was looking beautiful and <laughs> luxurious <laughs> so that is what i have <laughs> oh man this is some solid revelations right there oh i have another one hmm. i'm not gonna talk about it but well, let's look it up after this. It's about Gina Rodriguez. Is she getting married? Nope. Is she having a baby? Nope. Is she doing a movie? It's not good news. No, what? I know. On the next episode of Spin the Bottle. What? <laughs> that is one of the biggest cliffhangers we've ever had on the show. I love, I have a lady crush on Gina Rodriguez. She's my favorite, guys. Yeah, dig into it. Dig into it. <sighs> it's not great. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Well, I'm not saying anything now because I want to formulate an opinion. Okay. But I am almost, I am 50% in an opinion on one of the people that we've loved for over five years, right? Okay, anyway. Loved. Okay, we will get back to you. Dun, dun, dun. Beautiful. I feel like we've left this at a real. I know. <laughs> Tune in next time. <laughs> Andrea makes a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I'm so ridiculous. What are we talking about? I love peanut butter and jelly. Okay. Crunchy peanut butter. Me too. <gasps> Toasted bread. Andrea. Why are we so alike and we keep finding it out in the strangest ways? We're not going to put this in the show. This is like that moment when I found out that you had that phase where you were in love with Greek mythology like me. I went through a so, real bender. Oh my gosh. Girl, you just always come through. Nobody I know likes crunchy peanut butter. <laughs> it's the best kind. It's, it's the only kind. 
We'll put this back in. Put it back I love in. you. I love you so much. It's a pleasure to do life with a you. Pleasure. A real pleasure. Well, guys, now that we feel all magical and empowered, please take a moment to tell us how you utilize your personal magic and power. We would love to hear from you. Shout us a holler at hello at dspinthebottle.com or catch us on the interwebs on Facebook or IG. Johnson's out. Deuces. Thank you.